January 2021, Season 4. Go. Hello, Internet listener. This is Dave, and with me is Toby. And together, we're HTWOW. Yay. Now, just say hi, like in a normal voice. Oh, sorry. I I thought there would be that crowd noise. Well, you, you can put in some crowd noise. Okay. And uh, we are very excited to bring to you the first episode of HTL for 2021, episode number 42 of our humble little podcast. And before we get to the hot jams uh, and lots of uh, fun content for you and yours, wanted to talk to you about two things. They, this will just take a second, I promise. Number one. Number one. If you listen to this podcast on the Blowout Podcast Network, if you don't, don't worry about it. But if you do, one, I want to thank the Blowout Podcast Network for continuing to publish our podcast amongst all of their wonderful podcasts. But if you listen to this podcast and you want to make sure that you never miss it, I would encourage you to go to your podcast player of choice and search HTWOW and subscribe to our channel because we have our own individual channel uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all et cetera, et cetera. Anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find us, but I would encourage you to subscribe to us. That way we don't get lost in uh, the It's Just Banter and uh, all of the amazing stuff that is on the uh, Blow Up Podcast Network. Um, we love them and they expose us to so many new listeners, but if you are totally into us and you want to make sure that, uh, you don't miss an episode, just, uh, subscribe to our channel. Second thing, if you are really into us and you can't get enough, then become a patron and, uh, go to patreon.com and, uh, type in old waiver or go to oldwaiver.com and click on premium and you can become a patron for as little as $5 a month and you get some merch and you get the After Dark podcast. And if you are uh, flush with cash and you don't know what to do with it, then uh, support this fledgling podcast. And uh, you could be a uh, HTWOW benefactor and get an HTWOW scarf. Scarf. They are so beautiful and so high quality. They're made in Germany. They're, they're hand-stitched in Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying. And uh, I just got a brand new box shipped, and uh, they are sitting in my closet waiting for patrons to claim them. So uh, go to uh, oldwaver.com. You can see what they look like, and you can be like, yeah, I would wear that, or I would put that on my wall, uh, or I would polish my shoes with it. I don't know. I mean, if you have that much money, who knows what you might do with it. Doesn't matter. Put it on your flagpole in your boat. Yeah. Yeah. Take down your Trump flag and put up your HTL flag. Put up. Do we have flags? God, we need flags. Do we need flags? And capes. All right. So next month we'll talk to you about flags and capes. But right now we're talking to you about scarves. So yes. please become a patron and uh, listen to HTL and share it with your friends because, you know. Why why not? I don't know. 
because, you know, I don't... Man, capes would be awesome. <laughs> flag. We do need flags. Onto the pod! Yeah, or rollerblade. <laughs> I don't know if people rollerblade anymore. Bro. I just saw a dude rollerblade down Henderson the other day. Did you punch him? T, also known as Toby Pipes, at Toby Pipes on Twitter. I'm the old waiver part, at old waiver on Twitter, Dave Lane, Gen X Davey, etc. And we're back with heartfelt apologies, <laughs> but we know you understand. It is... The January 2021 edition 
of HTOW, episode 42. Now, if you're counting at home, you might say to yourself, wait a second, I thought December 2020 was episode 42, but see, December 2020 HTOW doesn't exist. At what? least in, in this part of the multiverse. What happened? Um, well, stuff happened. Um, as you may recall, dear listeners, uh, our November episode was actually released <clears throat> in December, and it was dedicated to our dear friend Manny, who passed away in November. And with all of the stuff around... Manny's illness, and then Manny's funeral, and then doing the tribute episode for him, and then the holidays, and everything else, and COVID. Um, We just couldn't squeeze in two episodes in a month, and so we just decided to start fresh in 2021. Just let's put 2020 behind us. It's behind us. It's behind us. And uh, we're going to try to uh, be on time in 2021. We're going to try and uh, slide our schedule so we make sure that we release episodes in the month that they're intended. (laughs) I think it was the only way. I mean, we had to... uh, This is good. We're recording early in January. It's a good way to kick it off, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Clean Slate is uh, just what everyone needs at this point in our lives. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, diehards will miss those uh, 90 minutes of content, but I think everybody's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the, you said the patrons are going to get a little... Is it? Do you say Patreons or patrons? What do you say? I say patrons, but the, the website is Patreon okay. for whatever reason. And they'll get a little December gift. Yeah, because we don't want to uh, screw over our patrons who pay $5 a month um, to get the After Dark podcast, um, as well as uh, their little merch and swag that they get. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we talked about, we're not going to do a full-on After Dark, but we are going to do kind of a a little year-in-review mega mix. Which is great. Everyone loves a... Little compilation, Dave. Yeah. Dave compilation. Yeah, so I'm gonna make a mixtape for all the patrons, and uh, if you're if you're interested in that, just go to uh, Patreon.com and uh, search HTWOW, or go to OldWaver.com and click on Premium. Mm-hmm. And just picture Dave in your front lawn with a boombox over his head. Yeah. Right. I mean, or you can just uh, send me a DM, and maybe I'll just come over with a boombox. Yeah, that's what you should do for our listeners. I'll mask up. <laughs> How long are we going to need to do this mask thing, Dave? Is this vaccine happening? Um, well, my mom is on the the waiting list. Really? Yeah, you know, she's uh, she's uh, just turned eighty. Okay. And um, she, I guess, got an email from the you know retirement community where she lives. And, uh, and also she got in touch with her doctor. So she's on like two separate waiting lists. And so she's hoping that maybe by the end of January, beginning of February, she'll get the vaccine. Um, is it going to be weird to sit in a restaurant? It's going to be, 
regular life is going to be completely weird whenever it comes about. If it's the summer, if it's in the fall, if it's 2022, whatever it is, it's going to be weird. It's definitely going to be weird to be at a bar. Yeah. Where people are right next to you. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be ready for that anytime soon. Um, we can. I, talk- I didn't like that in the first place. Yeah, you didn't like uh, crowded bars or people in general. Yeah, so it's sort of worked out for me, but I do like restaurants. Yes. And I like going to them and people bringing me stuff. I like the food that they cook at restaurants. Yeah, that they have at restaurants. And I like the drinks that they make at the bars in the restaurants. And I'm sick of eating from the little take-home container. Right. Like, put it on a plate for me. Yeah. And then wash that plate for me. Is that what you do? Do you, uh, when you get your takeout, like, because everything's curbside takeout, do you, I always put on plate. Most of the time. I mean, it depends on what the type of food is and the container that it comes in, but yes, it almost always gets plated. Just makes you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Even a nice salad, even though you... You put the ranch in there, and you just shake it up in the container, but then you still put it on a plot. Mm-hmm. Then you get the tongs, and then you put mm-hmm. it in the put it on a plot. Put it in my well salad all. <laughs> um, we uh, are a song swap and a beer swap, um, and uh, here in 2021, we are continuing on with the uh, super sexy four-song edition of HTWOW. Like a so race car. I, uh, I bring two songs. Toby brings two songs. And it's also uh, a beer swap, although we don't really swap beers anymore. Um, once upon a time we did, and that got to be a lot of work. Uh, and then we got a beer sponsor. Um, we got then, too big. And then COVID happened, and so I don't get to hit up our beer sponsor anymore but i still want to say hi to him so a uh, good friend package yes Woo! hey guys uh 1155 pv uh in uh, east dallas casa linda i think that that should be our first live show when we come back we have to go to good friend yeah either good friend package or good friend uh beer garden we'll just walk back one and of, forth one of the two yeah when when you and i are, are both inoculated <laughs> yeah we're gonna just we'll have mike set up in both places and walk back and forth yeah, just uh, in, during the songs, we'll sprint across the street. Yeah, get a sandwich. Um, yeah, so uh, say hi to them. Um, but I brought the beers today, and the first one that we are drinking, I can't remember if we've had a, I'm sure we have, um, a selection from Wild Acre out in Fort Worth. Yeah, um, we definitely have done a Wild Acre. Yeah, So, but this one is called Juicy Bingo. It's from their uh, Rotating Hazy IPA series, and this is series four, and we're in season four. <laughs> Look at how that comes together. Did you do that on purpose? No. Oh. Um, but this one has African Queen hops, uh, Southern Passion hops, uh, Dank Berries, Southern Star hops, and it's double dry hopped. Man. So if that means something to you, um, then maybe you'll want to check this out. Have you tasted it? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Did you, um, we're at a 7.8. Did you see that? Yeah. I, I was looking for, you know, I didn't, uh, <coughs> oh my God. You'll be okay. Sorry. The hazy just kind of got in the roof of my mouth and 
wasn't ready for it. Um, you can taste the berry. You can taste it. Uh, I didn't want to kill us, but I didn't want, you know, to walk in here with a couple of fives. So I got a, I got a 7.8 for us. Man. But it's a pretty can, you know. They did good. It's, it's still, the colors, it's hard to read, but I get it. Juicy bango. Juicy bango. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, we will switch up the beers at the midway point. Um, and uh, if you would like to play along at home, um, please drink along. It makes the show better. Mm-hmm. Um, we did open up with uh, Duran Duran, New Moon on Monday. Because we were trying to think of, uh, you know, what's kind of like a... A song that says, like, reset and refresh. Boy, there was no... Uh, new dis- year, new you. There was no discussion when you said that. Yeah, I was like, new moon on Monday? Yes! Yes, it's fantastic. Did you remember that many fireworks in the song? No. It's crazy. And I didn't remember uh, Simon crooning in his, <laughs> in his baritone at the beginning. New. Yeah, he, uh, he starts his words with a... <clears throat> Did you notice that? Every uh-huh. time he said new, <laughs> new, man, that was a big record. I mean, they had to come, was that right after Rio 7 in the? Yeah, that was the follow-up to Rio. I mean, it was good. Yeah. Everyone, I remember they tried to make themselves ugly in the, um, in the, uh, Wild Boys, mm-hmm. that video, and they still couldn't do it. <laughs> They're pretty just shown through. Yeah, it's just like, sorry, boys. What can they do? How many times does it all level out to where everyone in the band is super talented and they're all good looking? Except right. for Andy, of course. I'm sorry. Do you think it's okay that Andy's not the Yeah, it's okay. I mean, even the drummer's good looking. Come on. But and the, dr- it, the drummer doesn't need to be good looking. He's back behind the kit. No one cares. I know. And he was like a, the first thing you saw when the video for Planet Earth started. They just showed Roger for like 30 seconds. Do you remember that? He has no shirt on. Uh, I, we need to watch that later. Yeah. He looks great. But yeah, Andy, he's not. Yeah, it's okay. I just watched the, uh, the Bee Gees documentary. And, Why does uh, everyone keep promoting that? Is have you, it super have you not good? seen it yet? No. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you need to watch that. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. Because I do need to I need to, need to rescreen it because I wasn't fully engaged. Why? What were you doing? Oh, it was just, it, we watched it on New Year's Eve. Mm. And so we had the kiddo over and we were making dinner and whatever. So I I wasn't like dialed in for every second, but it's really fascinating. Yeah, the Bee Gees have a weird history. They uh they were a big band before the disco stuff, even. Yeah, they were kind of um, uh, like Beatles acolytes. I know, they were the Australian Beatles. Yeah. And then uh, then they kind of broke up, and then they got back together for disco, mm-hmm. and then they kind of broke up again, and then they started writing hit songs for other people. I know, they had big teeth. Did you notice that? Yeah, but that's what I was going to get to when you were talking about, uh, you know, Duran Duran being all equally talented and equally good looking. Mm-hmm. You know, you had uh, you had Barry Gibb, who was freaking hot as hell. And then you had Robin and uh, Morris. Yeah. And it was like a sliding scale of hotness. Mm-hmm. But didn't they also have another little brother that was... Yeah, that he was like ten years younger. 
uh, Andy Gibb. And he was good looking. And yeah, he was super hot and he had several solo hits. And then eventually later in the 80s, when they got back together, they made him an official BG. Mm-hmm. And then he like OD'd. He died when he was like 30. Is that how he died? Yeah. I didn't know it was an OD. I, th- I think it was an OD. He wow. was he was he was a troubled troubled young man. Well, but he anyway, was a good-looking young man. Yes, and I, he, he was. He, he was, lived his life to the fullest. He was probably hotter than Barry. Oh yeah, easily. Because it was like uh, it was like the twins, Robin and uh, mm-hmm. Morris were twins, and it was like they had to split all of all of like the physical qualities, mm-hmm. but Barry got all of them in one person. Yeah, like they, when they split it up in the womb, both of them lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Andy Gibb and, like, say, David Cassidy were the two. Yeah, yeah, they, they, the they were 70s. like teen beat, you know, cover boys. Yeah, their hair was always, like, blow-dried. At, like, they were just, you know what I and, mean. And uh, Leif Garrett, that was the oh, other yeah, one. yeah, Leif Garrett. But, yeah, David Cassidy was a big one, too. Leif Garrett dead, too? Yes, I think. Hey, Siri! <laughs> Sorry. I have to do it once an episode at least. All right, so let's get to our jams. Oh, um, God. We always think right when this starts, we have nothing to talk about, and then we got to leave Garrett. <laughs> um, we're actually both bringing uh, hot, fresh new jams uh, for this first pod of the new year. We're kicking off the year. Yes. Um, now the stuff that I'm playing came out towards the end of 2020, but don't let that deter you. Um, hopefully it's stuff that's new to you, or if you are familiar, uh, you'll be like, yeah, that, that is awesome. Yeah. That that was like, kind of like my favorite jam of 2020. Yeah. So Um, it was from this year. I would say, I'm, I'm not really sure any of the songs I'm playing, what year they're from. But I think they'll be new to you. Okay. Is that a, that means it's something. That's something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to kick us off with, um, speaking of brothers, a, a brother act from England called The Cribs. Oh, I didn't know that they were a brother thing. Yeah. Uh, they are uh, Gary Jarman, Ryan Jarman, and Ross Jarman. Oh, three bros. Yeah. Like Hanson. Yeah, they're a three-piece. Uh, you know, bass, guitar, and drums. And uh, I didn't realize it had been so long since their last record. Well, I guess um, uh, their their previous record before this one, which is called Night Network, came out in 2017 or 2018. But I didn't even I didn't ever even listen to it. Wait, this is Night Network. Yeah, the new one is Night Network. Um, the last one that I was aware of, um, let me find the actual dis- discography. Um, the last one that I was aware of came out in 2015 called For All My Sisters. And then uh, 24-7 Rockstar Shit was the last one that came out in 2017 but I wasn't even aware of it. And so... Um, Do the three bros have sisters? No, I think it's just no. them. Or was that just a little thing he did? I think it was just a thing they did. I yeah. get it. Um, but I, I'll tell you a little bit more about the, the story of the making of this record after we play the jam. But um, much like 
the Bee Gees, they kind of almost broke up. They had label troubles, mm-hmm. and they just weren't even sure if they were going to be a band anymore. And then uh, this album came together, and, and like I said, I'll talk to you about how that came together. But um, Where do you see Cribs in the... Uh, are they like... They're not like huge. No. But they're not all... Like, are they on like a like a church's level? What would you say cribs are? No, man, I don't even. I couldn't even. Like, would they sell out? Like, they could sell out like trees. Do you think? Yeah, they could sell out trees. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen them at South by Southwest a long, long time ago, and I maybe saw them a couple times, maybe in a festival situation. I don't really remember, um, but I know I've seen them a couple times, and they're really good live. Um, and so this, uh, this new record, it does, uh, it's kind of a return to form because the last record that they did, um, 24 seven rockstar shit was kind of a very garage record, you know, kind of a, a DIY punk, you know, uh, really grungy recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was, it was very uh, much just themselves in a room um, banging out punk songs. And it was, I guess it was kind of maybe, um, I don't know, it, maybe it was just like a course correction for them because, you know, they, they put out uh, Ignore the Ignorant in 2010 with Johnny Marr. Remember yeah, Johnny was, Marr was I, with I them swear, for a while? I was about to ask that, and then I was like, no, I'm an idiot. He wasn't in Cribs, but he, he was in Cribs. Yeah, he was in Cribs for that one record, um, and a really good record. And then they put out uh, three records after that. Um, How did they do that? Uh, I mean, I think they just uh, they just met him when he was with Modest Mouse. Yeah. Like they, they ran into him in Portland. I, guess, I think uh, Johnny was living in Portland at the time, and they just started hanging out and playing together, and then he was like, hey, uh, you know, it'd be cool if I um, like played with you guys in the studio, and then it kind of evolved to him being an actual member of the band. God, who gets to do that? Like, Johnny Mars in the band. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, they put out three records um, after that to varying levels of success, and then, um, then they did that uh, kind of DIY record, and then they kind of fell off the map. And so I didn't, I hadn't really caught up with them in a while. And then uh, I saw that this record was coming out, and I liked the lead single that they had put out. And then when it finally did come out, I liked it so much that I bought the vinyl um, as a Christmas present to myself, and uh, and I wanted to play a song from it. Yeah, and you know they they have a good name, the Crips. Yeah, it's like like that should have been taken, and they they're the Crips. It's pretty good, right? It is good. Yeah, let's listen to it. You ready? Yeah. So this is called "Never Thought I'd Feel Again" by the Cribs on HTWOW. <laughs> Straight from the west right 
That was a really, really nice fade. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you notice that? How they did that? It was. I mean, it was a very smooth, subtle fade. Yeah. Like a fade that you never wanted it to end. Yeah, when you listen to it on the headphones, it's even more impressive. It's really good. The voice, it reminds me of some 70s... Um... British singer band thing. I can't think of what it is. Do you get that? It's like he's got this, um, and I know they're not British, but it's almost like this Partridge family kind of of vibe going down. Yeah, maybe. But um, it's good. I like that. That's nice. I uh, I think Gary, the bass player, is the primary vocalist, but both Gary and Ryan are are uh, sing i would think johnny had more fun in the cribs than modest mouse what do you uh, think? yes i'm i if you gunned ahead i bet you he would agree with you mm-hmm. i could see him being in cribs also do you feel like if johnny Marr is in your band for a second and then he's gone do you just quit <laughs> right like where can we go from here yeah because that sucks but they sound good. They sound happy. Yeah, I'll I'll play a uh, I'll play a jam from that Johnny Marr Cribs record on the After Dark, um, just to refresh your memory. Good. Um, but yeah, I so I was reading during the song, and so maybe I I oversold, um, just because I wasn't aware of it. I thought that that last record, twenty four seven Rockstar shit, didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was their fourth consecutive uh, UK top 10 album, dating back to that Johnny Marr record. Okay. So it did well in the UK. Um, But then after that record came out, uh, they discovered that behind their back, their management company had sold some of their back catalog. How can they do that? I don't know. But... uh, they discovered that their back catalog was owned by other random parties and they were trying to get it back and so they fired their management company and so they were without a label without a manager um and it seems weird to me that someone can sign off on your back catalog without you knowing about it yeah i don't i don't i mean i guess somebody had a power of attorney and just didn't tell them. It sounds shady. It sounds super shady. So then they thought they had it all worked out, and they were about to sign a major label deal, mm-hmm. and then it emerged that there were other people that were coming out of the woodwork claiming ownership of their music. So they had to go back to court um, from uh, like the fall of 2019 to early 2020. And so all this time they were working on their new album, but they weren't sure that they, you know, were going to have a, a label. They weren't sure, uh, you know, when they were even going to be able to put it out. But uh, while they were doing, uh, you know, all of these legal battles, they um, they ended up opening up for Foo Fighters in Manchester. Mm-hmm. And I guess backstage they were telling Dave Grohl about all the crazy shit that had been happening to them. And he was like, hey, man, uh, you know, why don't you use my uh, my studio in California to make your record? 
you know, just let you use it. No big deal. Mm -hmm. So they recorded this record at uh, Studio 606, Dave Grohl's studio. Have you seen that documentary? I have not. About where the board's from and the, the L.A. studio uh -uh. and other records that were recorded on that? Is it a good one? What's it called? You really need to see that one. I think it's called uh, Sunset something. Let's look it up real quick. Uh, it's called Sound City. Oh, Sound City. Yeah, and they talk about the that board and you know I think it even starts off the main because <laughs> this is pretty cool, but it starts off with um, oh what's the guy who's on General Hospital? You know the Rick Springfield. Star. Yeah, it starts off with Rick Springfield pretty much in Sound City and how crazy it was recording that record and then it goes I mean the things recorded on this console it's insane and that's the one that he has at his house now and I think it's basically about him getting the board and getting it to his place okay but it's really really good Sound City get into it Dave alright well maybe we'll watch that after we watch the Bee Gees yeah we'll just have a music night <laughs> okay um, let's go ahead and uh, get to your next jam um, and get some momentum going I'm about to crack uh, juicy bingo number two. Are you? I think so. Um, I told you this before. I don't have a lot of history about anything that I'm playing today. That's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Because these are it's this these aren't book reports. This is just playing tunes. Yeah, this is new stuff that I've discovered through um, through warm. You, you may also like or through personal recommendations from. Uh, music bros it it starts off with you may also like and a lot of times that doesn't work out yeah you know what I mean and then all of a sudden you land on something but also with all of these you might also like there's a lot of these bands that seem to remix each other's songs and do all so you get in this little group of like five six bands mm -hmm. that all seem to like each other and they all have cool stuff but this is a guy named Amtrak or he calls himself Amtrak. I think his real name is Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> but he's maybe called, his maybe his name is Caleb Amtrak. Uh, I don't think so. He calls him. He's a DJ guy. He's. I think he mainly remixes and does stuff. But he has his own records. Does he spell Amtrak like the train? Uh, you no. Know, he just. Uh, well, how is is Amtrak with a K? Yeah. You no, know, he goes with a C. So. A-M-T-R-A-C. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem because there's four different songs I want to play of his and I can't decide which one to do. But how, you, how can I help you? Do, have you ever heard of Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs? No. Okay, so I'm not going to play that one. I really like the song Madness to Mayhem, but... Is that more of an After Dark jam? It might be. And there's a song called Never Lost that's on a record called 1987. But I'm going to play a song called Accountable. Because I think you'll like the keyboard sounds. Okay. You so know. so you didn't need my help. Well, I do. But I'm just I'm going for it. If that's okay. Yeah. And I think the other two are six minute songs. So let's go for the one that's not. Where's he from? I think he's from like Kentucky or something. Kentucky. Does that make sense? 
Let me. Uh, Are you looking him up? Let me do a quick search. You'll like the look of him. How's he look? Oops. He looks nerdy, right? Well, uh, for for some reason, uh, you're getting a lot of train track stuff. No, there's a um, like some World War II amphibious vehicle that comes up first. Really? Yeah. With a C? Uh-huh. Huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he is, yeah, from Moorhead, Kentucky. Nailed it. Have you ever been to Moorhead? Probably. Do you like Moorhead? I love Moorhead. Wonderful town. I've never enjoyed Moorhead. You should try the cafe. Did you? Uh, do you see? He looks. He looks like a. Do weird they? Dude, uh, do right? they make their own cream? At the cafe in Moorhead. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, you have I, to. I, I, <laughs> you have to really get it out of them, but they right. will. Yeah, they will. You do have that to kind of massage. It's all about who you know, work it, and how willing you are to work it. I can't really tell what he looks like in this picture. I mean, he looks just kind of like a dude. Is he just sitting in a chair yeah. with green behind him? Yeah. He's yeah, that's him. Sitting in a chair with like a mock turtleneck on. Well, do you want to hear it? But he looks all right. Yeah, he's cool. It's cool. He also mixes a lot of stuff. He does cool things. I like how all these guys, all these people, this is what they do now. They make their own songs, but mix a lot of other people's songs. So you're playing um, Accountable, which came out in 2020. Oh, this is new? This is new. Oh, good. Let's play this for sure, then. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm so excited. Oh, that really worked out. I thought this was an older song. So, Accountable, new from Amtrak on HD Wow. Woo! Woo! Radio.
That's nice. It's nice, right? I was trying to think of what it reminds me of. It has a little bit of a Phoenix thing going on. Yeah, definitely when the guitar comes in, it reminded me of Phoenix. It also kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, the thing I played over the summer, that uh, Nation of Language. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm telling you, I think you're going to like this, dude. Okay. You need to get into some... We'll play a lot more later on, because obviously I couldn't figure out which song to play, but... Um, Amtrak. I dig it. Check it out. It's chill, right? Yeah. I mean, he has been around for a decade now. Okay. Um, I mean, he's listed... It's funny because he's... You know, these when these dudes are listed as DJs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's not even listed as a artist person. He's a DJ. Yeah, I wonder, like... Um, I guess when he quote unquote performs, it is like a DJ set. Like he is just, mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of somewhere in between, you know, like a, like an underworld type thing and like a chemical brothers type thing. Like there's some performance, yeah. some live mixing going on, but it's mostly tracks. Yeah. Or like the, um, yeah, the, like the dude that, did the Dua Lipa song um anyway I think he sings and stuff so I I I bet that's what he does he DJs and I don't know who knows who cares it doesn't matter but um it's cool right I love it yeah they're all part of that little uh part of the Moorhead click they're part of the poolside community oh poolside okay mm-hmm. that makes total sense yeah they're all part of that little group of of uh people uh what is it? Uh, yacht? Was it? Would day- I call it modern yacht rock? Yeah, but what do they? What does poolside call it? Oh, daytime disco. Daytime disco. That's right. It is more of a. Yeah, I guess it is kind of a. You know, you roller skate to that. Yeah, or, or rollerblade. <laughs> I don't know if people rollerblade anymore. Bro. I just saw a dude rollerblade down Henderson the other day. Did you punch him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he had his wrist guards and everything. <laughs> He was uh, he was ready to go to the Katy Trail, but he was going against traffic on Henderson to get there. Did they ever fix the road? Your, yeah, your it's road done. was messed up. It's totally for a while. done, bro. Good. That road sucked for a while. Yeah, we're very excited in East Dallas. Anyway, Amtrak. I like it. Good. I have another one that'll be slightly different, but also not that different later on. Okay, um, I have to. I, I did open a second um, uh, juicy bingo during that song, and mm-hmm. then and then I realized that it was time for the next one. So I'm gonna drink this really fast as I tell you the story. Yeah, slam it. And then before my next jam, we'll go on to the the next beverage. Should I drink a Corona Light while you're drinking that one? I mean, you know, if you want to keep up, that's totally cool. Since you called me out on your twit. <laughs> yeah. People were criticizing me. I made probably the best Black Eyed Peas I've ever made in my life for New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. And I posted a pic on, on the Soch. You know, I, I did the, the, you know, the little uh, kind of still life presentation. So I had like the, the placemat and the bowl of, uh, of the Black Eyed Peas. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I had like andouille and collard greens. It was kind of like a kitchen sink, everything in there. And I had, uh, you know, some uh, toasted cornbread on the plate. And I had my, my Crystal's hot sauce. And then I had my beer, mm-hmm. which was a Corona Light. Which, you know, I just looked in the fridge and it was the first thing I saw. I was like, oh, that, that'll, that'll be nice and refreshing. It with is refreshing. My, with my spicy gumbo. Yeah. And I got lit up on Twitter. I mean, looks great except for that crappy beer. Yeah. And they're what right. Are you, what are you doing drinking that swill? I know. And then so I had to throw you under the bus and said, I, the only reason I have all this Corona light in my fridge is because of Toby. I know. And I do want, I mean, you do know. That the only reason why I drink Corona Light is because I, I've been forced into it, right? Because there's no Amstel Light. Yeah, they took away my Amstel Light, and now I have nothing, and I can't get Kieran Light. You, you know, my second fave is Kieran Light. Do you know that one? No, I didn't. Well, I, I know that. I didn't know that was your second favorite. I love a Kieran Light. Can't find it anywhere, so I'm stuck with Corona Light, and I do not like it. And you know what? I especially don't like. But but you'd like to be sexy. I don't like the look of it. It's too Kenny Chesney for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that I don't like my toes in the sand, because I do. But it's not me. Cor- so, so Corona need- doesn't shout T. Do you know what I'm saying? You need to find the new you. Well, what is it? I don't know. You know, when I was at the beer store today, it is kind of a thing that everybody, all the craft breweries... Are, are racing to come up with their own low-calorie beer. Well, they need to step on it, because... Like, even... I'm saying, like, even, like, Wild Acre, they have some, you know, 95 calories a can, some kind of IPA thing. You know the dogfish one's not bad. Whatever it's called. Yeah, you told me that. Um, It's called... What is it called? I guess, I guess the, the issue is finding one that you like that is mo, uh, at most commonly available. Like even Corona Light you can't always find because like you were saying when you were ordering... They're sold out of everywhere. You were ordering Drizzly or whatever earlier that uh, you, they, they force Corona Premiere on you. Yeah, because they're sold out of Corona Light everywhere because it's the only thing anyone can drink anywhere. Because I, you know, a lot of people, you can go to the Miller Light, right? Or the Bud Light or Coors Light. I hate them. I just hate Corona Light. Less? A little less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only slightly less than the other ones. I get it. Do you see how I brought it back to music right there? I get there? it. Oh, before I get to my story, mm-hmm. I totally forgot. I wanted to do this off the top. Um, I came up with... Uh, it, I was kind of uh, uh, having a bout of insomnia last night, and I came up with a new tagline for the pod. All right, hold on. Don't say it yet. I want to get positioned. Lay it on me. Okay, so our existing tagline is uh, the drunkest music and beer podcast on the internets. That's what's on my pint glass. Yeah, that's what's on the pint glasses. That's what's on our website. That's what's on my uh, my Twitter bio. It's tattooed on my butt. Yeah. So, I don't know if this is like if this is 
good enough to replace that, or maybe it's a companion to that, or maybe it uh, is not good at all, and maybe we just leave it on the cutting room floor. But are, are you ready? Seems I like that you're doing it live. I want you to have your visceral reaction to see if you think that this nails our essence. I'm ready. Okay. HT Wow. Narrow casting to music elitists everywhere. I like it because it's short. I don't know if everyone knows what narrow casting is. Yeah. That's probably the hang up, but that's kind of the that's kind of the, the hook of it. Because it's narrow casting. Yeah, because we're a niche. Yeah. We're not broadcasting, we're podcasting. And oh, we, I see and we're what narrow you did casting. there. We were narrow casting. Yeah. I see what you we did. We just have a little sliver of an audience that we're trying to grow. But it's just a little sliver. And pretty much the one thing that they all have in common is that they're musical elitists. Narrow casting. And how does it go? Narrow casting to music elitists everywhere. See, you have the juxtaposition of narrow casting and mm -hmm. everywhere. Because we're global. We're worldwide. But I see what you... Now I get the broadcasting. Right. Broadcasting, see, podcasting, narrow casting. See, I didn't get that before. Now I get I it. Think it's, I think it's too much to think about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to workshop that. Okay, let's... I'm going to workshop that. Let me let that set. Yeah. We're going to have I'm, to let I'm, that I'm set. Crossing, I'm crossing it out. <laughs> and we're going to workshop it. We're going to need somebody to yeah. just write in. Are we live? Call in and tell us what you think. <laughs> um, I did want to uh, tell a quick story. I don't know if you did anything fun over the holidays, um, but I actually left the house on a couple separate occasions. Um, we went out of town in the most careful socially distant way possible mm -hmm. um, and we spent a, a nice long weekend with my my lovely wife and the kiddo at a cabin in Oklahoma yeah have you ever, I have have you ever done the cabin thing well of course um, man I really the look of it really looked like um, uh, Tim's place out there in um Riadosa. Riadosa. Man, when you took very the pictures, similar. it looked just like it. I thought it's, you were at Tim's place. Yeah, no, it's a very similar vibe, you know, similar topography, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of uh, somewhat hilly. Where'd you not, find this? Not quite mountainous. Um, I had heard, so I went to, it was uh, Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Okay. So there's uh, Beaver's Bend Lake, I believe, and... Uh, Town. Is this by where is this by um where is this by? It's in the middle of nowhere. It's like, it's it's kind of uh from DFW it's it's north and east. Oh, so, like on the way to Stillwater. Uh you know what, I don't even know. Cause I never looked at where we were in reference to Stillwater. But Stillwater would be at your top right of Oklahoma. Yeah. It's probably not that far. It was like a three, three, three and a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of farm to market roads. It's definitely not a straight shot. So um, where did you, who told you about this? Um, several people that I know 
um, have been going there all their life. Huh. A few people that I know just started going there. It's blowing up because it's always been kind of a sleepy resort town. Uh, but there's so many people from Texas with money that are building out there. Oh. And so there's still a lot of old school cabins, you know, that were built in the 70s and 80s that are very utilitarian. But all the new cabins that they're building are like million dollar houses. Is this out there where uh, Pioneer Woman lives? Where does Pioneer Woman live? Do you know who that who I'm talking about? The the cook? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The redheaded. She's, yeah. Doesn't she live? She's Oklahoma, right? I, I, I have no idea. I think they, it's either, I think her and Garth Brooks own half of, I mean, they're not together, of course. But her and her rancher husband, now they have full-on hotels out there by Pioneer Woman Land. And they are out in the middle of nowhere, I want to say in East Oklahoma. Uh, so, Anne-Marie Drummond... Is she Pioneer Woman? Is Pioneer Woman, and uh, she lives outside of Pahuska, Oklahoma. Yeah. Which I have no idea where that is. She didn't drive through there. No, I, well, I could have. <laughs> I have no idea. How long were you there? Uh, like three nights. Perfect, nice. perfect amount of time. Um, What'd you bring? Do you like? Obviously, there's not pr- probably not a grocery store. So, did you bring all your stuff, or there is a grocery store? Um, I mean, there are like convenience stores. The grocery store is probably like 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, are, you know, there's a, a a main drag like in Rio So there's a main drag with restaurants and bars. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a brewery up there and a distillery up there. Um. You know, we didn't really do much of that. We got like to go one night and we went and ate on a patio one other night. But uh, we brought stuff for uh, like breakfast and lunch. Did you kill any animals? And s'mores. You got some s'mores? Yeah, I had to make some s'mores. I couldn't get the fire started because the wood was wet. Mm. So we had to do them in the fireplace. Yeah. Kind of lame. It's okay. Did you uh, did you kill animals? Did no, you, I did no not. Bears? I did not kill any animals. We did bring the dogs with us, and they were uh, amazingly well behaved. They lived. Yeah, they they survived. We made sure that they were always leashed, you know, because they're tiny little pomeranians. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want them being like picked up by a hawk. Our our big old bear. A big old bear, a bobcat. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it. Uh, I highly recommend it. We can't wait to go back in the summertime because we didn't ever get to the lake. The only really activity that we did was horseback riding, which was super fun. Okay, so there's a lake out there. Yeah, there's a huge lake out there. That's the main attraction. Yeah, that's the main attraction in in the summer months. Summertime. Is going out and doing your water sports. Did you get a hot tub? Yeah, we had a hot tub. Yeah. And uh, I I watched the Cowboys game from the hot tub. Did you? Uh Uh-huh. That's fun. Dude, it was awesome. So trying yeah. to think last time I've been in a hot tub. Yeah, just get on get on your uh, Airbnb or your Verbo mm-hmm. and just search Broken Bow Oklahoma. Did you Verbo it? I Verboed it. Okay. And just search Broken Bow Oklahoma if you've never been and just check out all of the sweet, sweet cabins that, you know, I mean, off season, they're not that expensive. So it was hard to find one that was like family of three sized. Right. Cause you can get one 
you know, with like six or eight bedrooms, if you want to go up there with your whole family or, you know, split it with a bunch of friends, I mm -hmm. think that's what we should do. Kind of like rave in the summertime. it up. Yeah, yeah hell just, yeah. Yeah, blow it out. Blow it out. Bring all the kids up there, party it up. Big old boat. Yeah. We'll get one of the Saroys. They have boats, don't they? Yeah, they can. we can speedboat across the lake. <laughs> I feel like they have boats all the time, don't they? Uh, do they? I don't know. Wasn't their dad like a big boat guy? He was speedboat champion, world champion. Yeah, so they just have boats. Well, I think they, I think they can just step onto a boat and immediately know exactly what to do. And it's their boat. No, I don't think they have boats. But even if it's not their boat, the second they step on it, it's their boat. You know what I mean? Sure. You know those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Man, what are we talking about? How did we get here? Um, not even sure. I need to slam this. Hold on. Man, that is a cloudy brew. I know. It's, uh... It doesn't settle at all. Not it's at very, all. It's very I, hazy. Since you poured it, I've been waiting for it to, uh, settle. It will not. It looks... And now it's gone. Man, <sighs> you're a man, Dave. I am. Okay. Um... Last bit of business before my next jam. Is... Next jam! Oh, by the way, did you notice? Brought the cooler. Man... I know it shouldn't make me as happy as it is. Hold on, are you ready? It's but it, yeah, ready. Boom. Um, I really enjoyed seeing the cooler today. Yeah, I didn't bring it last time, but I I crammed it in the trunk of my wife's ATS. <laughs> Mark that. And uh. Uh, and uh, brought it down because I felt like. We needed to kick off 21, uh, 2021 for real. Like, uh, you know, we're hitting the reset button. And I felt like this, you know, we're, we're in your studio. We're in College Station. Mm -hmm. But last time it wasn't complete because I didn't bring the cooler. And now I did. You know, now 20, we feel better. 2021 is it's easy to say. Well, I butchered it just a second ago. But, but I feel good about it. I think 2021 is good. All right, uh, for our next brew, it's not really a beer. It's something a little different. What'd you get there, Chief? It's a, it's a seltzer, <gasps> but it's it's um, even a little different than your traditional seltzer. Have you ever had a ranch water? You know what? I'm glad you brought this because, of course, I would never buy this for myself. But I've always wanted one. Why is it spicy? Why does it say spicy? Well, that's just the one that I picked because I thought it was interesting. It says jalapeno on it. Yeah, so... Um, Look at that, only 80 calories. Do you see that? Yeah. So th these are uh, from West Texas out Lubbock Way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think, actually, that the, the folks who came up with this, um, Lone River, um, I think they're actually uh, current... Dallas residents, but they jumped on the seltzer thing, but they put their Texas twist on it because, uh, are you familiar with ranch water? Like, have you ever had a ranch water cocktail? Yes. So it's, uh, Topa Chico and tequila. Right. And lime. Mm-hmm. And you can get different varieties, you know, ask your bartender. Um, so this, uh, ranch water hard seltzer 
It is made with uh, agave and natural lime juice and jalapeno flavors because this is the spicy one. They had like grapefruit, mm -hmm. um, you know, just regular lime. Uh, you know, maybe this will be awful, but I just thought, you know, let's kick it up. Let's give it a shot. It's only a, I think it's only a five percenter. Can you see on there? It's a four percent. Is it? Mm-hmm. Can you read our story? Oh, yeah. A lone river cuts through the high desert of far west Texas. Out of the lone river flows ranch water. Legend has it. The first soul to taste ranch water followed miles of Texas stars until found asleep under a pinyon tree. While what transpired on that journey remains a mystery, its spirit inspires us to this day. Okay, well, we didn't really need that. I thought maybe it would be a little bit more specific. Yeah, it wasn't a good story. <laughs> no, I don't even know what happened in that story. Mm, somebody fell asleep by so, a somebody fell asleep tree, and then and then they made this. Why did they say while what transpired on that journey remains a mystery? Its spirit inspires us to this. How can a mystery inspire you? I don't know. So it does have a bit of a, a tequila bite, but it's not tequila, I guess. It's like a, it's an alcohol brewed from agave, but it's not tequila. Or is it tequila? Why can't oh they say? Oh my god, it smells like why sweat. Can't, why can't they say tequila? Oh. It's not too spicy. It tastes better than it smells. Yeah. It does, it does mm -hmm. smell like a wet sock. Oh yeah, it smells terrible, but it tastes better than it smells. Yeah. If if you if you chopped up a bunch of fresh jalapenos and then strained the juice through a dirty gym sock, that's what it smells like. That's what it smells like, but it doesn't taste it tastes refreshing. It has a little bite too, a little mm -hmm. kick. A little kick. I like it. Um I don't know how many of these I could drink, but Would you like me to read the story again? No. Okay. No, we're done with the story. Um oh. <laughs> It does have a little is it catching up to you? It's okay. Do you remember um you remember the TV show? There was a TV show in the 80s called Dallas. Do you remember that yeah, show? Yeah, and they had a ranch. Do you remember what JR used to drink all the time? No. Branch and bourbon. Bourbon and branch. Do you know what branch is? Well water. I know. It took me we couldn't figure it out forever while he was saying branch. It we didn't realize that that's it was water because you have your little divining rod to find the water mm -hmm. then dig right there mm -hmm. and what, then put it in my bourbon that's what jr drinks branch bourbon i mean if it's good enough for jr it should be good enough for so all when of you're at a bar and you want to look cool the next time you're at your cowboy uh ball that you go to uh-huh what, what is it the baron's ball? Cattle, cattle baron's ball yeah next time Order your branch and bourbon. They'll be like, there he is. There, yeah. That guy. That guy owns cattle. Mm-hmm. And then they look at me and no, no, he doesn't. He's a poser. All hat, no cattle. Do you know that saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know you do. I know I do. All right. Uh, my last jam, I played a song for you by this band off this record on the After Dark several months ago. Okay. Do you remember? I played a song by the Avalanches called uh, Wherever You Go. 
Every it, other it, city we go. It had, uh, it had, uh, remember it had, a uh, Nina Cherry in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do remember that. Of course. So, um, the full record came out, um, at the beginning of December, December 11th. And it's fantastic. I was never a huge Avalanche's fan. This is only their third record. How long have they been around? Uh, so they're, they're, uh, Australian and, uh. Man, we're kicking down the Australians, always. I know, right? Um, let's see. Their first record, Since I Left You, came out in 2001? 2000. And then Wildflower came out in 2016. So yeah, I am, uh, I'm all in on this record. It's so good. Um, it's two guys now. Originally, there were several other members when the first record came out but uh it's two guys robbie charter and tony dibliazzi and they're from or tony Aust- tony blia tony blasi hey. tony dibliazzi tony dibliazzi tony tony dibliazzi anyway they're from australia they are from australia did you hear my australian accent right then uh-huh hey hey um but they are uh all of their material is built on samples. Okay. Like the Dust Brothers. Yeah. And so, um, like their first record, Since I Left You, um, they claim has 900 samples on it. Jesus. So they're just paying money. Yeah. Um, now, this new record still contains hundreds and hundreds of samples, um, but they also added um, instrumentation themselves and they also found guest vocalists so it would be easier to put together instead of finding a sample for everything you know they they created some kind of a hybrid between what they did before Mm -hmm. and a more traditional record but it's built on samples and guest stars right okay and so um as i said the the song that we played on the after dark um, it had uh, Nina Cherry on it. Nina. Um, and also, uh, oh, uh, Jamie XX. Okay, yes. Okay, so. Uh, Not that, to be confused with Charlie XX. Right, so Wherever You Go um, featured them. And so the song that I want to play is, um, I think, the best song on the record. It's track four. So you've spent time with this. I have spent time with this, and I, um, I sent the uh, the link to my wife, um, for Mom. the vinyl, and mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift, this would be awesome." This is that, and that's what she got. And you. she and she got me this on vinyl, and uh, and I it sounds even better on vinyl. Uh, the low end is crazy on this record. The the way they. It's 71 minutes, the entire record, mm-hmm. and it's one of those kind of continuous mixes. Um, you know, the songs kind of blend together, and it's it's a really interesting um, oral experience. It's oral with an A. Which track is it? Track four. Track four, I'm already queued up. Yeah, so this song uh, is entitled The Divine Chord, and... Um, it features two guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vocals are supplied by 
MGMT. Okay. Friends of the pod. Yes. We have had them on before. And listen for the guitar stylings of <laughs> Johnny Marr, who we mentioned earlier on this pod. And who, he's who is, who is from everywhere. He's from the Smiths. A band and the Cribs. Called... And Modest Mouse. Hmm. English fella. Yeah, English English guy. Um, okay. okay. You know, so he, he's not like shredding, but he's adding uh, gorgeous Johnny Marr textures. So, uh, you know, put on your headphones or turn it up and uh, see what you think of the Divine Chord. This is the Avalanches on HTWOW.
you know what that reminds me of? It's jellyfish. Yeah, I can I can hear that. The singer has a. No, that's the MGMT guy. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess the whole vibe of it has a jellyfish thing. Even though, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. So normally they don't sing. It's just samples. Yeah, they don't sing. Uh, previous records, it's all been samples. But this record, they got guest singers. You know, they wrote lyrics and mm-hmm. had singers come in and... Yeah, eventually you got to do it, right? Yeah, because, yeah. It, you know, like they said, they it just it streamlines the process. When you have like something in your head and you're looking for the right sample to get this phrase or whatever, it's easier to just have somebody come and sing it. Yeah, and you don't have to pay a bunch of money out because... I mean, I'm sure most of the stuff, most of the samples that they're using are public domain. You think so? Uh, yeah. I mean... The, the, the some of the credits that are on here, um, you know, I, I guess are stuff that uh, is not public domain. You know, so there's songwriting credits for like Burt Bacharach mm-hmm. and Alan Parsons. So and, much stuff. Uh, uh, Smokey I, Robinson. I, it might have been on the ticket, maybe it wasn't, but so much stuff uh, I heard recently just went up for public domain this year. Like very huge popular songs. Um. Was it 50 years? Is it? I can't remember what public domain is. Mm-mm. Should I look it up? Do we care? No. Not really. I'm probably Public domain. Domain. Music. Public domain. Generally enters public domain 50 to 75 years after the death of the creator. That's a <laughs> 50 to 75 years. That's a that's well, a I mean, big it, it, de- it says it, de- it depends from country to country. So, oh, okay. I yeah. understand. Um, but other guests, vocalists on the record include Tricky, mm-hmm. uh, Mick Jones. He's from uh, The Clash. And yeah, and Big Audio Dynamite. Um, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Fort Worth's own Leon Bridges. Really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, and I think the the one that I'm going to play on the After Dark features uh, Perry Farrell. He's from Jane's Addiction. He is, and Porno for Pyros. So uh, how do you feel about that? I really liked it. It's really going to go with my next jam. It's interesting when you listen to this record, and I don't know if you ever will listen to it front to cover, because like I said, it's 71 minutes and 29 seconds. It's a commitment. Front to cover. But um, it is, um, it's kind of, it. I, it's kind of a concept record. It's, I guess, partly like an interstellar, interstellar journey. Like, uh, it's, it's like kind of the consciousness of a single person and like all of the memories of their lifetime shot into space for aliens to find, if that makes any sense. (laughs) I don't know. Um, 
but it's really good. Just the way they stitch it together. And um, I, I encourage everyone to uh, stream it in its entirety or buy the vinyl like I did. Mm -hmm. It's it's a, it's well, my wife bought it because it's an expensive vinyl. I wouldn't have bought it for myself. The Avalanches. Yes. All right. So what do you got? Wow. I mean, I can do viewer mail if you need a spacer before. No, but you just you just didn't set me up very good. I mean, it's like, so what, what do you have? Well, you were um, like, uh, you were like, this this goes with what I'm about to play, like so good. So maybe it did, and then so everything that you've said after that ruined it till right now will be cut out. Okay. And <laughs> good, then, good. Because I talk too much anyway. And then now it'll be like boom. What is it? Um, do you really want me? Do you want me to play the song now, or do you want to? Do you want to do some viewer mail? Can uh, we? we can do viewer mail next. You sure? Yeah, After we, we only we only jam? have a couple. Yeah, we only have a couple. Okay. We can, um, we can well, close it out with some viewer mail. Well, this is def this one. I need to, I need help. Okay. I'm I'm I am ready to search wiki. Have you ever heard of a band called the Knox? Um. It sounds vaguely familiar. Have you ever heard of a band called Muna? No. Do you know who Tycho is? That name sounds familiar. I know you know who Tycho is. So here's the deal. There's a song I want to play by The Knox, um, which is also another thing of, are they DJs? Are they a band? What's going on? The girl from Muna, I think, is singing. Um, but there is the Knox version that is their song but there's also a Tycho remix so if you were going to if you saw both of those songs which one would you click on do you want to hear the Tycho remix or do you want to hear just the Knox version I mean I want to judge the Knox on the Knox so I want to hear the Knox version okay I'm into that I mean, unless, like, the Tycho version is, like, so face-melting that it's stupid not to play it. Nah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to judge them on their own merits. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to hear what uh, Tycho a, a, has a done a remix today. of it. I understand. I think that you've chosen wisely. Good. Um, what, is, what is the name of the jam? It's called Bodies. So is it... Uh, a cover of, of the uh, Drowning Pool song Drowning we did. Pool? No, it's not. <laughs> I, knew that that's awesome. what, I knew that that's what you were going to say. And no, it is not uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. It's the Bodies! It's the Bodies! It's the Bodies! It's the Bodies! Bodies! to Body! Remember that one? <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? Uh-huh. This is I'm I, I want you to look up Knox while we're doing this cuz they're weird. So I want you to see this. There's also a, one of their songs is called Best Friend. <laughs> it's like 47 million plays or something. It's insane. But um I'm going to play you Bodies cuz it's newer and I want you to hear it, okay? Love it. Bodies by the Knox and Muna on HD Wild Radio. It's another suburban summer The streetlights blink on 
They're pop. There's no doubt about it. But the Knox are... They're not necessarily, like, super pop. In fact, I think a lot of their songs have explicit by them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, when they do stuff. But isn't that awesome? It's just like an explosion, and it only lasts three minutes. Does that not make you feel good? It does. It does. But it's just like, it's on that precipice. I know. Like, it could be... like, way too pop i know it could be a dua song it could be all kinds of stuff but yeah they could have sold that to dua but also they're singing about weird stuff 
They're singing about bodies in the basement. Yeah. They're, well, they're saying they don't have bodies in the basement. So I guess they're safe to hang out with. Man, I can't wait. I mean, we're going to have we're gonna have more Amtrak and more Knox yeah, on the I'm After Dark. I'm playing Best Friend on the After Dark because you're going to be just like, seriously, this is a song? It, it's totally weird. And it has a trillion plays. Uh, by the way, to uh, bring it back around, uh-huh. to close the loop, Yes. the Knox single from 2010 entitled Make It Better uh-huh. was used in a Corona TV commercial. There we are. Now we're talking. <laughs> Should we play? All right, so we, we have to play Make It Better later on then, huh? Tears in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just look it up and just play a snippet of it and see if it, we remember it. I can totally do that. Hold on, Knox. Okay, ready? Yeah. Let's just let's just see if this sounds familiar. What happened to you? I don't know why. Man, music so much right now. I don't know why. Is is this your kid rubbing off on you? No, it's just so good. Tell me you don't want to hear the rest of that. That sounds great. I I could do without that. I don't need to hear the rest of "Make It Better." That's the 2018 mix. Yeah, maybe the original mix is better. All right, let's get to some uh, HTWOW viewer mail. Okay. Um, we just have a couple. Um, Papaya Clock writes, um, Great way to find new music. As a millennial... Oh, have we done this? I think we did this. Did we do this? I don't think so. I, didn't, I don't remember the millennial okay. part. But... As a millennial, I'm very busy with paying off student loans, jeweling, and trying to avoid COVIDs. Much too busy to comb through archived music of Gen X. This podcast has been a tremendous resource in exposing me to music from the decade in which I was born, and much more music that has been inspired from the aforementioned music. It's great having the insights of Davey and Toby about the backgrounds of the bands they play and general banter. Keep up the great work, guys. Wow. Have you noticed that our readers are such good writers? They are. They have, they're in control of the language. Let's see. Ron writes, uh, reminds me of listening to The Edge. Dave and Toby do a fantastic job taking me back to when The Edge was awesome and around. Their music and beer tastes are mine. The November podcast was great. Manny sounds like a great guy and you guys made him proud for sure. Keep up the great work. That's nice. Yeah, right? Thank you, Ron. Uh, Let's see. Uh, okay, and this one is uh, from uh, Falconberry. Okay. More like HT Woe. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of podcasts anymore, 
but I make it a point to check out this one as often as I can. The music is great, and I may be guilty of going out and trying the beer selections as well. Gen X Davy is greatness, and Toby is a godsend. Thank you for what you do to your bodies. Yeah. We do it for the readers. We do. And um, the reason that I uh, throw these out there is, uh, I, you know, I'm just going to make it a standing offer until uh, it just becomes uh, financially irresponsible to do so. But Certainly. if you uh, go on uh, Apple Podcasts and write us a five-star review on the uh, HTWOW page, because, uh, you know, we are also on Blowout Podcast Network, but mm-hmm. go to the HTWOW page on Apple Podcasts and write us a five-star review. And before you click send, take a screenshot and email it to htwowpod at gmail.com and uh, send me your address and then I will send you a koozie. That's so great, Dave. How many I mean, of those koozies do you have? Well, I, I mean, I have to order them off of Zazzle. So okay. it's like, you know, they give me their address, I buy it off of Zazzle, and I plug in their address, and this gets shipped directly to them. to them. That's a yeah. great thing. I mean, ultimately, if it, if like a lot of people start doing it, I probably need to figure out a cheaper way to print koozies. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, it's fine. Yeah. You know, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours with a little koos action. Koos Koos it up. Koos it. Um, man, I think um, I think we brought so much new, good, positive energy. 2021 in this pod i don't know what you think but i agree and i kind of think you want to sit on a patio right now i I and have a marg this uh this spicy ranch water while good whilst good really makes me want a marg you want a marg i want a marg let's do it yeah so let's uh let's have some margs and some dinner uh and then we'll come back for the after dark by the way if you would like to participate in the after dark go to oldwaver.com and click on premium or go to patreon.com and search for HTWOW and uh, you could become a member of the exclusive club for five bucks a month you get a koozie you get stickers and you get the after dark pod Um, I mean it's a deal at any price right yeah and then if you like are super rich and you think we're awesome and you just want to throw us some of your money that's what we need we need rich fans then uh you can subscribe at the 25 dollar level and get a t-shirt or you can subscribe at the 50 dollar level and get a t-shirt and a scarf yeah the scarves look good i just ordered a, a new shipment of scarves scarves because we just got a new 50 dollar patron a couple months ago really yeah and I was out of scarves. I was like, holy crap, I got to order more scarves. Scar- the scarf looks good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is such a good soccer scarf. I mean, I'm, sta- I'm looking at it right now. I know. Now. When you, because uh, you have the scarf wall. Uh huh. And when you look at the HTWOW scarf against all the other scarves, the quality is superior to, I would say, 75% of the other soccer scarves that are official merch of. EPL and uh, European club teams. I know. I mean, it looks... It's basically between... I mean, it's obvious. It's the Manchester United and the... I, I think the Man U one looks like the cheapest. It oh, looks like God. it's. It looks like it was printed out on a I'm dot matrix printer. I'm not listening. It's supposed to look like that on purpose. I think, I think the one that I got you from... Uh, Port, that AS one Roma. Looks, it looks amazing. That's, that's the best one. It looks amazing. It's so a good-looking good. scarf. But, but yes, uh, you, you, dynamite. you, dear listener, 
can own your very own HTWOW scarf, uh, scarf by becoming a $50 patron or, I mean, make me an offer. Just send me an email, hdwowpod at gmail.com and just tell me what you would pay for a scarf. Oh, you're a... Uh, okay. So you're really... Uh, if you really want one and you don't want to be a patron and you just like, I really like scarves and I want one of those scarves, mm -hmm. just make me an offer. Does it feel weird to say scarf? Feels weird to say scarf. Scarf! <laughs> it feels weird. Hey, let's play this Duran Duran song. Yeah, let's get out of here. Are you ready? Let's have some Margs, bro. Man, what a good song. I'm going to give it about halfway through that.